thank you so much for joining me on the Power We Hold podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Alberry. And before we get into it, I first want to start out by saying that creating this podcast is a challenge for me. I got the idea, I I would say really the idea came to me to create this podcast about a white person's journey toward becoming a better ally and the mistakes along the way, the lessons, the learning, and um, the general vulnerability of the whole process last year in June, around June 2020. And my first thought was, a white person should totally make this podcast, but a different white person, not not this white person. I thought of all these other people that I know who would be great, who would be great candidates to create this podcast. And um, I wasn't, I wasn't in a place where I was ready to be that vulnerable. Then a few months later, the idea hit me again, like a lightning bolt. And it was like, you know, no, Vanessa, you're, you're the one who's going to be making this podcast. And that was, I think that was around August, 2020. Um, and so I reached out to my collaborator with Between the Windows, Caleb Williams, a beautiful, amazing human being, 20 years younger than me and wiser by far uh, than I was at her age, for sure. She, um, she's an, an inspiring person in my life. I'm so grateful to know her. I reached out to her to be my co-host on, on this podcast. Um, and even today, you know, I'm recording this little brief prequel to the podcast series and you know, it's scary. Uh, I decided to first uh, watch a little Netflix <laughs> before I edit the first um, episode with Caleb. Yeah, and of course, I turn on Netflix and find um, Brene Brown's The Call to Courage, which I've been meaning to watch for a while. And you know, what she says moves me to tears. She says, To love is to be vulnerable, to give someone your heart and say, I know this could hurt so bad, but I'm willing to be vulnerable and love you. That, that really hit me. This idea that vulnerability is what's required to truly love. And that's my goal with this podcast, to be vulnerable, to show you all my journey to become a better ally. And to be honest about the process, about what's difficult and what's beautiful and what's embarrassing. I'm surely going to step in it. (laughs) Like I'm going to do something or say something that's not right. It's going to happen. It comes up. I did it a few days ago. Um, I'll do it again, I'm sure. And 
I'm so blessed to be surrounded by other lovely humans who appreciate my honesty, my vulnerability, and my authenticity. And when I do mess up, they, they're there for me anyway. And they're there to hear me as I work through what I'm learning and to not take what I'm going through personally, even though it's a very personal topic for them, for the other person. And that, I think, is, that's true love. Um, And then Brene Brown also said, vulnerability is the courage to show up even when you don't know what will happen. Vulnerability is the most accurate way to measure courage. She also said, if you're not in the arena getting your ass kicked because you're being brave, then I don't want your feedback. I would add to that. Please, if you're not risking yourself and being vulnerable and showing up for yourself and other people in an honest way, ask yourself why. Why am I not showing up? And find the answer so that you can start showing up because what this world needs in a, in a simple clear way is love pure and unadulterated it's more than that song all you need is love by the Beatles which is beautiful and exactly what I just said but it's more complex than that right like you know it takes overcoming fear facing anxiety facing the possibility of shame Uh, being uncertain, being uncomfortable. Um, Scarcity comes up. All these things are your risks, and they are not small. Uh, But fortunately, most of them are in our heads for the most part. Um, And what's available to us, as Brene Brown talks about, is love, belonging, and joy. Um, And those are the things that I'm interested in this life. I'm here for difficult conversations. I'm here for real conversations. I'm here for open-hearted, honest dialogue and finding a new way through being real with each other and vulnerable and willing to be wrong, willing to, to mess up, to step in it, to make a mistake to hurt someone's feelings and then willing to look at why that is how you got there and to take a note from someone else who's showing up and being brave and understanding that their feedback also comes from a place of love by ally i'm talking about black brown indigenous people and people of color being a better ally to people and and I'll also be covering my journey on becoming a better ally to the environment to nature
what has led me to create this podcast, namely through the social practices aspect of my visual arts practice. So the first project I'd like to tell you about is Coral Projects. And with Coral Projects, I am teaming up with other artists to create the first ever underwater, 100% eco-friendly contemporary art exhibition at a regenerating coral reef in Jamaica. So what does that mean? This is eco-contemporary art, and that means I'm collaborating with artists who are living (laughs) and showing in museums and in curated institutional exhibitions who are making work about what it means to be alive today. They are living artists engaged with ideas of the now. And the artworks will be all 100% ocean friendly, so we're only using materials that are supportive to ocean life and all the materials will be sourced from the local community, so in Jamaica. Our partner site is an amazing place, uh, the Oracabasa Bay Fish Sanctuary, and the coral gardeners there will be planting baby corals from the coral nursery on the sculptures, so the idea is that eventually the ocean will take over the sculptures and the sea life will be teeming around it. Some of the pieces will disappear completely and others will just be drastically changed. Um, This whole project is inspired by the efforts of the coral gardeners at Araka Basin Bay Fish Sanctuary. They are the former fishermen of those same waters and they all got together as a community. This is every fisherman in the area agreed that it was time to protect the waters that they had almost devastated. They'd almost killed the reef entirely. Um, And it's really important that every single fisherman is on board with this project because this is a part of the world where you don't just walk to the grocery store and, you know, get your groceries and you're set. People rely on the ocean for their meals. So, you know, it's important that no human is left behind as we try to save the planet. So other aspects of coral projects include educational outreach, workshops, and above water exhibitions. The newest addition to coral projects is the New York Oyster Reefs, which I came up with during quarantine when I realized I wasn't going to be traveling to Jamaica anytime soon. Um, This project is creating similarly underwater eco-friendly artworks that are made actually of a carbon sink material. I'm teaming up with a materials researcher at Rutgers, which I'm really excited about. And these artworks are uh, designed with surfaces that promote or encourage oyster growth. So um, the East River primarily is actually not a river. Um, It's a tidal strait and it's primarily ocean water. So the water just moves between the Long Island Sound and the, the New York Bay. So the water, the seawater is constantly just moving back and forth through what we call the East River. And it's actually highly polluted. So we need a ton of oysters in the East River to clean it up. That's the band-aid 
solution, the long-term solution, is we need to stop polluting the East River waterways and the New York City waterways. Um, so this project is, you know, one part in the water, doing the work, exciting oysters on the artworks that can filter the water. The oysters actually, adult oysters, filter about 50 gallons of water per day, which is pretty incredible. Um, and then the other aspect of the project is, you know, educational as well. So some of these sculptures will be completely submerged and others will peek out of the water so that viewers can see them and understand, you know, what's going on underwater. There'll be plaques and ideally for both sites, um, underwater cameras where you could be anywhere in the world and pull up an app and see what's going on. So that's what's going on with coral projects. The other project that has led me to the Power We Hold podcast more directly perhaps is Between the Windows. So I started Between the Windows at the beginning of quarantine hanging contemporary art out of my windows in Greenpoint. I was thinking about all of my friends who were losing exhibition opportunities and residencies. Um, and then I was also thinking about my neighbors and, you know, we don't, we didn't have access to contemporary art, which is so vital to creative thinking. And I was thinking about all the amazing art that I'm surrounded by in my apartment because I know a lot of artists. It's a perk of the job. And, you know, I'm so lucky to be able to look at things that stimulate my mind and that I also find beautiful and can appreciate aesthetically. Uh, and I was imagining that my neighbors probably didn't have many original artworks on their walls, uh, much less artworks that were about ideas. I imagine that, you know, if any of the works were original works, it was probably something, you know, bought uh, as a memento from, from a trip which is typically a landscape or, um, or rendering of the place, which have their value, but, you know, those don't necessarily challenge your mind to look at the world in a new and interesting way. And so that was my mission. I started collaborating with artists in my neighborhood in Greenpoint. And then when George Floyd was murdered, I realized that I had created a platform that is ideal for keeping the experience of black Americans in our collective minds as we pass this, you know, pass through the world, pass down the streets. So uh, as I was thinking about artists to collaborate with, I remembered Caleb Williams, my co-host, who you will meet in the first episode. I realized that Between the Windows is largely inspired by the protest banners from the 1960s during the Civil Rights Movement when people would hang signs out of their windows at, that you know they wrote on their bedsheets. So with the current iteration of Between the Windows in collaboration with Caleb Williams, my co-host, we take an active role in bringing her perspective of a black American's experience into the public mind through her voice, through 
a contemporary art angle. It's important to have memorials of those who we've lost, but it's also important to keep in mind the experiences of people living today. And I think Caleb does that really powerfully in her work. And so I'm finally putting the Power We Hold podcast out into the world. The discomfort of staying silent is greater than the discomfort of making mistakes. My highest hope for this podcast is that through it I inspire you to listen for the discomforts of where you're playing small or shrinking and decide to act now. Seize the day, not because there might not be a tomorrow, but because you have today. And tomorrow could be even better if you do something brave today, if you risk yourself and your comfort today. So take a moment and look at where you value comfort over an impact on someone else, your community, or the natural environment around you, or comfort over your own integrity. Don't you owe that to yourself? I am clear, I owe it to myself, and I've played it safe for far too long. (laughs) So get curious and ask the weird, hard, uncomfortable questions with me. Let's be brave together. It always helps to have a trusted companion on this journey. So let me be yours. But know that the big leaps, well, you take them alone. That's just how it is. But what's worth the risk of giving up your small game? That's my question to you. What's worth the risk? For me, a world where there truly is equality is worth that risk. A world where white people recognize the aspects of their lives that are privileged, that we are encouraged to not examine, that we are actually discouraged from observing. We are so driven by what I don't have and what I need and scarcity, right? But the reality is we start out as white people ahead of black people, brown people, people of color. And that's not our choice. I'm not saying that there's necessarily a blame in that for anyone alive today, <laughs> but it's what, what are you going to do with that? How are you going to use the power you have to create a more just and equitable world? So for you, what's, what's worth the risk of giving up your smallness? getting uncomfortable I hope you find out thank you so much for joining me on this journey of the power we hold podcast let's get excited to have some difficult conversations let's learn how to show up for these conversations whole and together let's relieve some of the discomfort we have to find movement and passage through the discomfort so we can come out on the other side which looks like real honesty, 
showing up as we are, being accepted as we are, holy, and building a more just and equitable world through growing together. Let's create space where it's okay to mess up and it's okay to have to rethink yourself, where vulnerability and being wrong are virtues, because that's how we learn. I am so excited to begin this journey with you. Please tune in for new episodes every other week or so. And remember, when you ask a difficult question from a place of true curiosity, the other person feels your authenticity. It's okay to admit you're afraid. Okay, more soon.